Welcome, everybody, to the long-awaited return of the Dirty Slides podcast. Woo-hoo! I am your host, Joe Prano, here in the Smut Studio, surrounded by Andes. <laughs> Especially, to my right, my co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. What it is, Joe. How are good you? Good to be back. How are you, Andy? I'm pretty good, man. How are we, you? We have our other Andy, uh, ESPN. Ruther! DSPN head, honcho, Andy Ruther, working on... The Dirty Sports Podcast, which we just recorded. I'm going back to back here. I'm pitching both ends of a doubleheader. Dude. This is Walter Johnson style. Yeah, that that's old school, Cy Young style. Eighteen innings. We haven't had an episode in I don't know how long, but a lot of angry sliders, a lot of angry dirt balls, a lot of people. Somebody questioned if uh Slides had gone the way of kooks. Some people questioned what kind of trade it would take for us to uh, come together again. Yeah. A lot of big question marks. What does Mike Trout have to do? Who does Mike Trout have to pass in career war this week right. for you guys to do an episode? How many games in a row do the gays have to win? And, <laughs> and the truth is, we just needed to be in the same city at the same exactly. time. You, uh, you, had some, you had a shoulder procedure. I yeah. was traveling the country. Yeah, let me say, first of all, congratulations on Montreal. Thank you. That's, that's a huge win. Thank you. Being one of the new faces, even What's though that? you're 40. New old faces. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so how did that go? It was great. Yeah. It was a I fantastic mean, trip. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome to... I felt like my win was getting in. Sure. And uh, then, you know, I had to, I had to keep that Batman style... I had to just walk around as Bruce Bruce Wayne for three weeks right. while knowing I was Batman yeah. uh, and not tell anybody. But then going and doing the shows and having great sets uh, and seeing a bunch of good comedy, which as many of our fans know uh, who have followed my comedy career, I don't watch a lot of comedy. Right. I don't watch it on TV. I don't yeah. watch it live. I avoid comedy clubs. I hate most comedians. <laughs> uh, but going to some fun comedy shows, doing the schmooze in Montreal that's like – Everything that you hear that the Montreal Comedy Fest is supposed to be right. about. It was all fun. It was yeah. great. And it was a success. And uh, Luckily, you had Randy there to just part the seas just, of schmooze. Just walking me around. Yeah. I felt I was, uh, I was um, what's his name, in, uh, in Jerry Maguire. I was Cuba Gooding Jr. Right. And she was Tom Cruise. She's like, yeah. you ready for this? Yeah. And then Let's we had this. To, Let's yeah. walk the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I'm sure her other clients were like, when did this happen? While you were walking the lobby with the mustached fellow. Um, so, were you like, show me the money the whole time? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I kept screaming that, and that I think that uh, made some of the Hollywood executives uh, a little perturbed. You know, That's so, like, weird, because we're you're like, just we, quoting a great movie. We just said yeah. we liked your set. Yeah. So when you screamed, show, show me, me the, the money, money. Um, it was a little bit off-putting. Uh. Too bad. I I I would have thought that was funny, Joe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was great, and now I'm back, and we're sportsing, and we're slidesing. Yes, and a lot to cover. A lot has happened since our last slides. Um, uh, Poppy got shot. Yeah, I think we talked about the Poppy. 
did we? Yeah, the poppy. That was uh, that was Skaggs, like three months ago. Skaggs died. Skaggs died. A non-opioid overdose. Right. Obviously. Um, the trade deadline. Trade deadline. The Giants were the best team in the month of July. Yep. They're currently over 500. I think they lost to the Phillies today. Um, the Mets traded for Marcus Stroman inexplicably, hung on to Zach Wheeler. Yep. So making and, and a are, run, I and guess. And are on the verge of uh, winning like their seventh straight or something like that. Okay. And they're like ninth, nine in their last ten. The only series the Mets have lost since the All-Star break to your Giants in San Francisco. Um, oh, which was a weird series. Super weird series. Yeah. But uh, first things first, we led off Dirty Sports with it today. Mm-hmm. But we have to lead off Dirty Slides with it today because we got uh, the same question numerous times regarding this altercation. But Amir Garrett yes, uh, of Andy Ruther's Cincinnati Reds, um, they're a you know bad blood between the Reds and the Pirates all year based on fucking Derek Dietrich's slick-backed hair, home-run pimping right. style. from and just two shitty teams. Two like, shitty teams. It's, it's Dog days of summer. Dog days of summer. It's hot out. They're angry. You know? yeah, they're hot they and need, angry. They're hot and angry. They don't like each other. For. They have to share a tent. Yeah. You know, they have to share a cabin in the woods at summer camp. And uh, Do you think the Pirates think the Reds are just, like, just peacocking all the time with their sleeveless shirts? And, the, <laughs> and then, like... Dietrich and Puig together, and it just it just grinds their gears. Yeah, and then and a lot of people, as Andy pointed out, have beef with the Pirates, so the Pirates are certainly not innocent in this. Uh, yeah, in this melee. But the big question we got, and uh, I know you saw how it all went down, mm-hmm. and and you saw the breakdown video that we sent you. Mm-hmm. But Amir Garrett fought the in- charged and fought the entire. Pirates organization by himself. Yeah, uh, and tri- wasn't really waiting for backup. No. Yeah, and he tried to get into the executive offices and fight the GM. <laughs> he tried to fight the trainer. He's like, "Where's Neil Huntington?" He's that? like, "Who's the bullpen catcher? I want a piece of him too." Uh, he wanted everybody. Right. He uh, reportedly, when he was ejected, left the stadium, flew to Puerto Rico, tried to dig up Roberto Clemente <laughs> and, piss and, and, and piss on his body. Uh, he went after he went after fucking everybody. He, he, he was like, he's like Willie Stargell. He's like, give Where me the Dave whole. Parker at? Yeah, he's like, give me the whole We Are family. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's like Andy Van Slyke. Yeah. I want some Sid Bream. Where you at? Fuck to like, Kent yeah, to Colby. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did not give us. You're next. Fuck. Your next Bob Walk, he, he, yeah, yeah. Don Slot, <laughs> he was, he was, he was after everybody. Yeah. He Where's was Big Daddy Rick Russell. He was taking names. He wanted Bobby Bonilla. He wanted, he wanted fucking anybody he get his hands on. Uh, the only thing I didn't uh, know uh, about for some reason is, he left Jason what? Kendall alone. But. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> Jason Kendall's a dude. <laughs> um, uh, what was said to Amir Garrett? To make him take on the whole team, I guess it's, because he struck somebody out, or he got out of the inning. No, he was he was being he was being taken out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he gave up a bomb and he was being taken out, and it seemed like he didn't oh, want okay. to come out, or maybe he was just like he was just ready to, you know, go. Yeah, and he literally like didn't even get to go after them as soon as he wanted to. He he was like I, I said on Dirty Sports. I don't know why he felt the need. To hand over the that's not a legal transaction. You don't have to, as as Trevor Bauer proved, you don't have to hand the baseball you to your manager don't. to you certainly don't. to 
be yeah. taken out of a game. <laughs> Trevor Barrow threw too. his over to the center field wall. Which was amazing. A fucking dude move, <laughs> if there ever was one. A classless dude move, but totally. a dude move nonetheless. Totally. But the question that has been posed to us uh, about Garrett and him trying to fight and literally just going Captain Jack Sparrow and right. fighting 700 Everybody. pirates at once yeah. uh, was due to the year. Can, can we give it to him? Like, do right we, now? Do we have yeah. to wait for the award ceremony? I or is this don't like, think we do. I don't think we do. Yeah. Unless somebody, I've never seen that before, one, for, to take on a, a whole team like that. Without backup. Yeah. And, and to be charging them. Yeah. I guess the only... Although, like... Unless uh, if in, he was, if, I would, I would certainly. The only thing that wasn't that dude about it is if you're going to fight the whole team, you don't need to run up there, right? You know what I mean. But he wanted to be. I I like it because he wanted. He didn't want to be on his heels. He didn't want to be. He didn't want to have less momentum. They were coming up the dugout steps. They were trotting. They weren't sure what he was full charging them. Yeah, he, yeah. I thought it'd been a little more boss if he just walked there, but whatever. I mean. Yeah. I'm nitpicking right now right. about dude moves. He had a lot of adrenaline. He yes. was about to fight an entire organization. Yes. <laughs> hard, to, hard to contain your energy. Yeah. Um, I think, and, we, and basically we almost had it in the same fight, but the only way somebody's st- stealing dude of the year from him is if we have another Puig situation <laughs> where somebody is somehow on a field with two teams that he's not currently on, and he fights both of them. <laughs> like if Puig had tried to fight, other Reds players, yeah, 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 just on the way out, yeah, yeah. like wa- like he's like I'm here, fi-. he's like I'm here fighting the two teams that are fighting. <laughs> Maybe he's stealing due to the year award, yeah. Um, but I'm, I don't have to wait through the award ceremony. I mean, if we have to, I mean, we can almost call it the Amir Garrett Award. Yeah, from it's now on. it's basically Zion getting the first pick. Like we're gonna wait to hand him the right. hat, but. But he, but he's gonna. It's unless he dies between now and the award ceremony, he's due to the year. But then it'll just be the Amir Garrett Memorial, Memorial due, due to the year award. award. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also naming my first son Amir Garrett Prano now. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be like, I, I'll be like, look, I know if you go back in MLB history books, there's not a lot about to this Amir guy, Garrett, but but Google his name. Yeah. Or I'm just going to show you the video yeah, like every you single day of him fighting everybody. IPad. Also, Amir Garrett. Uh, right before Paw Patrol. Breaking a, a long and storied baseball theory that you can't wear a colored glove and be a fucking dude. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think that's a thing anymore. No. Like, I love the colored gloves. I'm all about it. And now... A red glove? A red... Like... You're on the reds. A kid shows up to your baseball practice as a kid with a red glove. You're like... I'm like, well, this guy's probably got a lot of sauce. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if he... And the only reason... And he dumped his glove in it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's got a lot of marinara sauce at home. (laughs) That's what he's got. The only reason I'd be disappointed in that kid if he didn't have a lot of swag to go with that glove. Yeah. Take your glove off before you eat the mozzarella. Somehow you turned it red. <laughs> we get it. You love baseball. You yeah, don't have to wear. We get it. Full You're time. saucy. Yeah, we get it. So I, I think it's official. Um, Amir Garrett. It, it's just a matter of, of time. Amir Garrett, due to the year. Yeah. Um, the trade deadline has occurred. Let's just do some trade winners and losers. Uh, I'm. I. Their ESPN obviously, as they do, has a page winners and losers. According to them, sure. let's do. Uh, let's break down their 
winners and losers and see, and see if we agree with that. Winner, Houston Astros. Uh, you got fucking everybody's favorite Redondo Beach soccer mom, yep. Zach Ranke. Yeah. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win-win. He's, win. Na- he's now their number two behind Verlander, Verlander and, 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 and then, and then, get, and then Garrett Cole. They've got Wade Miley. It's a pretty serious postseason for some. Wade Miley, the, the the guy from the Brewers last year. Yep. Yeah, he was he was tough. Yeah, he pitched great. Yeah. Uh, they also acqu- acquired Joe Biagini and Aaron Sa- Sanchez from the Blue Jays. And uh, Aaron Sa- Sanchez on the Astros is a staff filler slash bullpen guy. Yeah, yeah especially come fun. play come playoff time. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it'll be nice. And they really didn't give up a whole lot. I mean, they gave up they gave up top prospects, but um, according to most of the reports and you know sources inside the Astros, they liked a lot of these guys because they're the Astros and they don't they don't draft not great talent. Right. They're like they're like everybody that's in the Astros organization is a pimp. But uh, they these are the couple of guys who thought they thought had you know sort of. But if you're the Astros, semi-minor holes. What's that? You're in it now, right? This is not 2016 anymore. Yep. And uh, and the Diamondbacks, who are not good, although they are better than a lot of people thought they would be. Get get the cap relief of not paying Zach Greinke enough money to live in a ten bedroom Orange County house with his seven children, who all play uh, travel soccer and require multiple. (laughs) (laughs) He, He has he has an Audi. Like he has an Audi SUV with another Audi SUV chained to the back, it, yeah. so that he can drag all of his children, all his children to travel soccer to all their activities. Yeah, so uh, a nice move by by both teams, but certainly. How do you think Zach Greinke and his social anxiety disorder are going to be in that clubhouse? Like fine, right? Probably like, fine. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like so much personality down there that like he's just gonna hang in the back. Uh, do you think he's gonna piss his pants when uh, Verlander brings what's her name by? Like, so who's the hottest blonde in the clubhouse? <laughs> if Upton and Grinky are there together, together. <laughs> Do, does Verlander let Grinky fuck Kate Upton just to make a superhuman? Just to ma- <laughs> just to make like. Just to make like some, another superhuman? Just to make some sort of like, yeah, weird, like Farrah Fawcett looking like <laughs> like starting pitcher. It's like 25 years from now. Right. Um, sorry, one second. Um, okay, losers. Yankees and Dodgers for doing absolutely nothing. I mean, I, I, I hate to like get on the Dodgers more than we already do, but every Dodger fan is pissed that they didn't, they didn't uh, bolster that bullpen, you know. It's the one weakness of that team, and you've and lost honestly, two World I think Series that they, in a row. I, I think I think bullpen, and I think they could have used a starter. I think they could have used. I think they can use a fourth guy, or they could use a third guy. Should one of those guys falter, like the Dodgers have, basically look look at two years ago, the Dodgers went with Darvish. Yep. Darvish proved to be Darvish in the playoffs. Right. They knew Darvish was going to Darvish the playoffs as they continue, and they had to start him right. in a game seven. Is that or oh, game yeah, six? That's game right. Game six or game seven? That's right. And they also pull Rich Hill after four four innings yeah. and like weird shit like that. Yeah. No, I, I guess they. I mean, you can always use another frontline starter, but the bullpen has been just 
Yeah. Atrocious. I mean, tr- truthfully, the uh, setup man for Jansen yeah. was, was like required. Necessary. Yeah. And, you know, Edwin Diaz has not been great for the Mets, but also he was the fucking best closer in baseball last year. It's like these he was out there. Yeah. Mets want Mets were couldn't wait for you to want to trade for him. Sure. Yeah. Seems crazy. Yankees do nothing, but the Yankees do uh the, the Yankees and the Red Sox are in some sort of like weird, like weird thumb war. <laughs> no like no one can pitch. Yeah. <laughs> and and no one does anything. Now, did the Mets try to get Stroman just so the Yankees wouldn't? Are they playing weird games? So the like rumor, the rumor, and this is just rumor and hearsay. Yeah. The rumor. Purely speculative. Is that the Blue Jays were less than willing to trade Stroman to the Yankees uh-huh. because the Mets got Stroman for two, you know, certainly not top prospects. So so prospects. So so prospects. Yeah. So the idea was that the Mets could potentially get Stroman, and then the Mets would be the ones that turned around and traded him to the Yankees because the Blue Jays weren't willing to. Got now, it. normally, the Mets and the Yankees are not happy trade partners. But the Mets are sort of coming from a different perspective right now where they weren't sure if they were buyers or sellers or what's going on. So the rumor is that they acquired Stroman in hopes that they could trade him to the Yankees and that the Yankees balked at an offer from the Mets because they didn't want to lose a trade with the Mets down the road for prospects, which to me seems ludicrous. You're the New York Yankees. You're trying to win a World Series. You're trying to win your 28th World Series. Who gives a fuck how you improve the Mets two or three years from now, especially when the Mets in the the moment are surging? Uh, You you weaken them now, and you potentially win a World Series. Who gives a fuck what the 2023 Mets do? It's just you'll be the Yankees. Just, just yeah, you're the Yankees. Yeah. When did you start giving a fuck about the Mets? And when did you start giving a fuck about prospects? Yeah. And and worrying that you're still the New York Yankees, you can buy the replacement to anything. Yeah. I don't know. That was dumb. They got Encarnacion. You know, the better part of a month ago. Cool, but they don't have trouble hitting. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Astros look great. The Yankees look stupid, and so do the, the other. The other uh, sort of obvious winner, your low-key third favorite team, the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves, who right. added the Padres. What's that? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Fourth after the the Giants, the A's, the Padres, and then and then your Braves. Yeah, and then my Braves. Um, who I used to loathe. Multiple uh, bullpen additions. Oh, uh, you got Shane Green, yep. right? And they got Melanson, who's been pitching better for the Giants lately, but he hasn't really been the closer. But like Shane Green, Chris Martin, Melanson, Strickland. Wait, Hunter Strickland? Yeah. Huh. He's good to give up some big bombs in the playoffs. Yeah, and but but still, like they added like they added like a half a dozen bullpen yeah. arms. Which, very helpful for them, especially since the Braves, as I have said throughout the year, 
I still don't love their front line. Like, I no, still I don't. don't love their staff. They still don't think they have enough. Like, okay, I understand that the goal, unlike the Dodgers, is not World Series or bust, okay? You're trying to win a World Series, but you're trying to also just continue to but be ahead there. of the curve. But you're there. You're so, right there. You got to go for it. So when you take a look around, like, the idea of – and Astros Braves series is like you're you're you're, gonna you're the you're the underdog in every single game single game based on starting pitching right which is all if you look at uh, Vegas lines is everything that they base a Vegas line on a base a hundred percent a hundred percent but um, who's their number one starter the dude from Houston who came over. Uh, well, the guy, the, the guy who's been fucking uh, Soroka has been their Keichel. best. Keiko, there, right? There. Yeah. All right, and then Soroka is their number one guy, and Tehran, uh, Tehran. Yeah, that's not enough. Did they get who got Kimbrel? Did they get Kimbrel? And then they and then they just backloaded. The, so they're, who, they're it, probably going to look at Kimbrel, like doing the no, whole. Uh, Keiko went there. Kimbrel. Where'd Kimbrel go? Can we go to San Diego? To the uh, Cubs. Oh, they went to the Cubs. All right. Um, well, they got a front line. Now they have a front line reliever in Shane Green, and they have some other dudes that if they want to go Milwaukee style and go three innings at a time, right? they could do that. I still don't like that for yeah. the playoffs. But. Now, the other, uh, according to ESPN's winners and losers page, the other... Another winner, and I'd like to hear your take on this, is the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. Bumgarner stays put. Bumgarner stays put. Will Smith stays put. Tony Watson stays put. They trade away Lanson, Dyson, Pomerantz. Pomerantz. And they acquire Scooter Jeanette. Yes. Um, Who can mash when he's healthy. Yep. They got another um, second baseman, shortstop type from Milwaukee. Um, and then they got a guy named Jalen Davis, who's uh, a you know athletic outfielder. But now, as a as a Giants fan, yeah, you're happy Bumgarner's still there. Yeah, I am. You know, I mean, like I didn't I didn't want him to go. Um, you know, you certainly yeah, you certainly you love the guy. Go, you know, but and if they have a chance, I think it's better um, for Bumgarner. Um, to to stick around, and if they weren't getting who they wanted to get, I know they were talk uh, allegedly talking to the Astros. Um, then yeah, why do it? Because Baumgartner doesn't need to go and prove that he's a World Series stud, right? This year, right? You know, and I think by not pissing him off, sending him to Minnesota or Atlanta, maybe you got a better chance of uh, signing him at the end of the year. Um, I don't think they'll be in the playoffs. I think they still have to. If they're ten games up at the at the beginning of September, maybe. But I think there's just still too many teams that they got to leapfrog. So I'm happy the Bumgarner stand. ESPN's calling the Red Sox a loser at the trade deadline because they didn't acquire anybody, uh, which hard to say isn't. Correct, because they're the Red Sox. They're, right. They they come off, but you're coming off a World Series. Maybe you've accepted the World Series 
hangover. Hangover. Yeah. And and also uh, Dave Dombrowski, uh, you know, his sort of stance on it is like, we're fine. We're just not playing well. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, you've committed to David Price and Chris Sale, and they haven't been that great. And um, you're still hanging around. And if those two guys turn it around, then, you know, all you got to do is get in the dance. And if the Red Sox get in the playoffs, they're as dangerous as anybody. I mean, not as dangerous as the Astros right now. But, right. But, you know, they're just as dangerous as the Yankees. And uh, the A's, I guess, who else is? Uh, Minnesota and Cleveland. Yep. What do they think of Cleveland? Now, uh, they ESPN, for some reason, didn't weigh in. They, uh, the, the, they weigh in on the Reds, San Diego... Um, Cleveland trade as a win, a, a potential win, 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 a potential lose, lose, lose. Like it, it'll all pan out, but like that, it's that theoretically right now it works out for everybody. Cleveland got Puig and that giant and, yeah, Reyes, and Reyes dude. Yep. <laughs> the guy went out. We were down to spring training. I'm like, why don't the Giants have anybody who yep. looks like that? Yeah, yeah. Who was a full six inches taller than Albert Pujols? Yeah, in the picture that we took of him. Yeah. Um, the Reds get Bauer. Okay, and 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 also Bauer. So Bauer's had a Bauer's had a fucking fun week. He throws the ball over the center field wall, which was awesome. Dude, move. Yeah, dick move, but dude, move. Just you to, can. It's yeah. it, it, the the dick dude. Uh, yeah, the the dick dude Venn diagram isn't a, like, isn't a full circle, but it's almost a full circle. Yeah, I I feel like it's sixty forty, dude. Yeah. You know, now if he had not thrown it over the wall, if he had thrown it and it didn't make the wall, yeah, zero percent, zero percent, dude, all dick. Uh, so then he does that. Then he gets traded. Then he attends an Indians game as a fan. Kind of cool. Kind of a dude move yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, again, dick dude ratio there, but <laughs> I'm certainly leaning like yeah, fifty five, forty five, dude. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, so he's on the Reds. Indians get. The Jolly Green Giant, the Jolly, the Jolly Brown Giant, and Puig, <laughs> and then and the Not So Jolly Brown, Not So Giant, <laughs> and uh, the so the Indians get Puig, right? right? And uh, who the and the Padres get Trammel. Oh, okay. Alan Trammell's kid. Really yeah. Supposed to be great. It's potentially their center fielder of the future. Okay. All right. So potentially a win-win-win for everybody. Right. Now the question is, it it helps in I, the Bauer trade to me. Bauer leaves. You add reliever. You add two bats. It probably helps them in a. It makes your team better standpoint. But does it make you better in the playoffs? A, more of a World Series contender? I don't think it does. Right, that's um, what I think. They must think that their two guys coming off the DL are going to be lights out, right? But um, don't you like Kluber? And then what about the guy who had cancer? Yeah, like he's he's coming back. But don't you? Cancer? But don't you like your chances if you're the Indians with Tito and with more? Pitching. Like serious starting pitching, I would think so. Um, maybe Trevor Bauer and his like 
um, just kind of trolling. Lunacy. Lunacy. Just, just well, that was it for Tito. And they do need some hitters. So when, if you've had enough, if you've had enough of Trevor Bauer's antics, see if you can't go and get yourself a Yasiel Puig. <laughs> but I'm like pro Puig T- antics. Tito, Tito's like, I don't need all these antics yeah. unless it's in Spanish. Yeah. And then give me them. Dude, then I bueno. mean, like Tito had, see. <laughs> Tito had Manny. Yeah. You know, who is a better Puig. But yeah. like, you know, the only thing Tito might get annoyed of is like, dude, your antics aren't even as good. And you're not as good, but his um, taking off the helmet, <laughs> preening <laughs> during his at bat was pretty solid antics. Yeah, legit. <laughs> um, now uh, the New York Mets. Okay, Win- winner What's or happened? loser? Win- I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, does this pull Brody off the hook? As maybe like. A disaster first year as a GM, mm. getting Stroman or Stroman. No, I think I think the reason it doesn't is because Cano's contract is going to be an albatross. Edwin Diaz has sucked, has sucked, and and is sort of proof that you know every closer can have One a, a fifty save season, and then people can figure it out. Yeah, and Jed Lowry has not appeared publicly. In baseball <laughs> uniform since being acquired. Oh, no. um, so yeah, so he's one for four possibly, but did get Stroman for n- literally nothing. nothing. Kept Syndergaard, kept Wheeler, which I think, it, you know, to me it's just from an age standpoint and a pitching standpoint is like I don't know why you would get rid of those guys. Yeah, I didn't. Understand I, I mean, that. I, I understand getting rid of Wheeler. Because you're like, we're not going to win, and he has value, and he's right. pitching well. I don't understand getting rid of Syndergaard at 26 years old no. uh, with two more years of control. L- like I said, if uh, if you're worried about you have to go to arbitration, then a down year for Syndergaard is the best possible thing that can happen for you exactly. if you're not contending. Because yeah. now you don't have to pay. Now you pay him like a middle-of-the-road pitcher. Right. Uh, so you look at their... Obviously, this Houston Astros headed to the playoffs, the best rotation in terms of somebody you don't want to face. But if you look at top to bottom, one through five, starting pitching, going into next year, everybody under control. You've got DeGrom, Stroman, Wheeler, Syndergaard, Mats. That's that's in order. It should be good. The Mets should be good. Like watching that series against the Giants, I'm like the Mets are much more talented than the Giants. Yeah, I don't, you yeah. Know, but it's like a kickball. Jeff here. McNeil's leading the league, the baseball and hitting. Yeah. Uh, Pete Alonso is going to have 50 bombs. Right. Where- Conforto's been hot. Their defense just isn't very good. Defense is atrocious. You know, Rosario's finally hitting. Yeah. Um, but that's your shortstop. But that's our shortstop. So you need an upgrade defensively up the middle. You know. Uh, like not forty year old Robbie Cano, right, right, and you can't put him at first, and you can't put him at third. No, and there's liter there's literally nowhere to put him unless maybe you can convince him to go in left field and just like just stay out of the way, right? You know, um, is Cespedes up this year? Cespedes uh, shredded his ankle getting off a horse on his ranch. In oh, Saint, that's right, St. Lucie. Yeah, but is where is he in, in his contract? Is he is this? He- I think it would be one more year. Mm. 
or that might be it. Either way, it's you a nightmare. Are it's in, a nightmare. Yeah, you're in trouble athletically, defensively, especially up the middle there. It's very, it's very white, and it's v- and and where it's brown, it's not it's great. Old. It's not great brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's tanned leather. Yeah, it's uh... McNeil's going to have to play somewhere. He's hitting. You know, it's like there's nothing to do with Cano. There's nothing to do with him. So he's right. just going to be playing. I don't know if it's, you know, teaching Rosario to play third base and getting yourself a fucking better defensive shortstop. I don't know if it's. Can McNeil play te- shortstop? Teaching Rosario not well enough that he'd be. It's too well. I think, Ros- I think you just got to. I think Rosario's athletic as fuck and swaggy as fuck yeah. and is hitting. I think he's just you just got to make him a better defensive shortstop. Right. Like where is where is spring training consultant Ray Ordonez when you need him? <laughs> seriously, seriously, did you ever think you'd miss Ray Ordonez so badly? <laughs> I yes, I did. I did the whole time. <laughs> But like, I need him to be the fucking. I need him yeah. out there. He speaks Spanish and only Spanish. Right. Teach this kid to play shortstop. Short, right. We're gonna have Mike and Piazza. Like, We're gonna have Mike Piazza as a consultant. What is he? What is Mike Piazza going? You're actually too good of a defensive catcher. Have you thought about hitting more bombs? Yeah, it's like right. you. <laughs> have you thought about just smashing every fastball that like neck higher above? And yeah. they're like, that's not right how. That's not how launch angle works. He's yeah. like, isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? Have you thought about getting a bigger bat? <laughs> what? Can McNeil play third? Because you, I mean, you got to get could, rid of yeah, Todd. McNeil, McNeil could play third, and that would be great. Yeah, and then you could get a little swagger in the outfield, right? Because Nimmo will be back. God knows what Nimmo will provide uh, whenever he does return. Lowry obviously could come back. Like I wouldn't hate like a McNeil Conforto you know swaggy center fielder outfield i also right. certainly wouldn't mind a mcneil at third base it's 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 but, a, it's a log jam of guys without position we've done it we've done it again we've yes. done the we 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 had the justin turner uh daniel murphy david wright yeah who's gonna play third base debacle right turns out it should have been justin turner the whole time mm-hmm. um but I think, I think the that they're afraid of doing that again, which is fielder. right. Getting a real center fielder, trying to get pick up, I don't know, like Kevin Kleinmeyer or whatever, or somebody who can really play center field. Move Conforto to right, McNeil to left, or McNeil to third, and Nimmo to left. But uh, yeah, get get better in center field and shortstop. Yeah. Um, so that's our, that's our trading deadline winners and losers. Let's do what we usually start the show with. I want to, this is a two parter. So think about this when you go, we're going to take a trip around the standings mm-hmm. and something to keep in mind after we're done, I want you to give me your top three choices to win the world series after in, the trade deadline. Yeah. In order from. One, two, three. Yeah. Most likely to the least likely of your top three. So we take our trip around the MLB standings. We start in the AL Central. The New York Yankees are up seven and a half games on the Tampa Bay Rays. Boston 
is 10 games back. The Toronto Blue Jays are 26 and a half games back. And the Baltimore Orioles are 32 games back. They Jesus. have 36 wins, though. So they're, they're four more wins than they are games back in the division. <laughs> which is, uh, I think what the Orioles are now playing for at this point, basically year in and year out, is more wins than they the finish games back. Where they finish. Detroit, by the way, thirty-two wins and thirty-two games back, so they are they are in trouble. Oh yeah, and the Cubs got Castellanos, by the way, who's a good hitter. Yeah, yeah, they might be my. So the New York Yankees, uh, Rays, Boston, Toronto, Baltimore, uh, Yankees are winning the division. It's just what are they doing with that? And by the way, the just for the record, the Cleveland Indians are the first wild card team up two and a half games on the second wild card team, which is Tampa Bay, uh, who are up a half a game on your Oakland A's and two and a half games on Boston, followed by probably the cutoff. That's probably the cutoff of potential right. uh, playoff teams with the LA Angels six back after that, Texas seven back. But I'm putting. I'm putting the uh, the line after Boston. Okay, I think I don't think yeah. the LA Angels are going to make a make no, a push. Certainly not. So we move to the AL Central. The Minnesota Twins are my selection for the winner of the AL Central. Up two and a half games. Speaking of teams that mash, the Minnesota Twins. I think they have like five guys with twenty home runs. The Minnesota Twins are like my example of like what i want in a lineup like everybody can hit everybody can everybody can hit a fucking double at any given moment Mm -hmm. most of the guys can score from first on a double yes uh a lot of lot of guys with 20 home runs not a lot of guys who are gonna fucking hit 35 though right it's like stay you know stay balanced top to the bottom of the order just like athletic and can hit doubles like i said i think the cleveland indians make a move they made moves to try to overtake the Minnesota Twins, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that they made moves that helped win. them win the World Series. Right. Big gap uh, to the 46 and 60, 19 games back. Chicago White Sox, who just lost again to my New York Mets. Kansas City Royals, who my manager bet on to win the World Series while we were in Tahoe and had to get fucking, <laughs> had to get fucking approval from the fucking pit boss of the sports book because the, her $5 bet would have made her so much money that they are not sure they would have been able to pay to her. To cover up. it. Yeah. Uh, that's the, that's $5 that she'll never get back. No. And the 32 and 72 Detroit Tigers, who, like you said, uh, the only story here is Castellanos to the Cubs. Right. We move to the AL West, which, uh, you know, with the Texas – Rangers and the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim being only six and seven games back of the wild card, you know, sort of low key being like, guys, I know you said we're not the sexiest division anymore, but we kind of are. Yeah. Uh, Houston Astros, the new World Series favorite, are eight games up at 69 and 40 on your Oakland Athletics, who are eight games back. The Angels, 13 and a half back. Texas, 14 and a half back. Seattle Mariners at 47 and 64, 23 games back. Houston's winning that division. It's just a matter of whether or not the Oakland A's can get the into Oakland the... A's make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Can they do anything in the playoffs? Probably not. And sadly, if they do, 
highly likely that they get a, a what Cleveland a, a or Houston Minnesota. team right in, after a after a, after a potential one game victory in exactly in a game yeah so they're host. yeah they're host especially with an in division Houston Astros the NL East my NL East your fourth favorite team in baseball the Swaggy and Brown. Atlanta Braves are 64 yes. and 45. Six and a half games up on both Washington and Philadelphia. Ten and a half games up on the Mets. 21 games up on the Florida Marlins. The Chicago Cubs and St. Louis uh, Cardinals are tied for the division and leading the wild card. Uh, Washington and Philadelphia tied for the second wild card spot. Milwaukee a half game back. Your San Francisco Giants two and a half games back. Arizona three and a half games back. Just gave up Granky. Mets four games back. And that's probably the line since. And honestly, it might be above the Arizona. It might be under your San Francisco Giants. Yeah. But, but if you're, but if we're, and I mean this in no disrespect to your San Francisco Giants, but if we're including the San Francisco Giants as a possibility. You, know, you include, might as well might as well include everybody. The, the Diamondbacks and the Mets. Although yeah, the Diamond, I mean, the Giants are only one game ahead of the Diamondbacks. Right. The so. Diamondbacks have were are sellers though. The Mets were buyers. That's what you know makes me think the Mets at least have an outside shot, even though they're a half game behind the Diamondbacks. Cincinnati being kind of sellers for the the. I don't know. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not including Cincinnati in I, the no, list. I, I just don't think that they're no. They're basically in. You know, next to last place. They're a goofball team. Yeah. And then San Diego hung around for a good long while. They're still only six and a half back, but next year's their year. Bring back the Brown. We're we're looking forward to that. Okay. Going back, anyway, that was just an update on where since we were doing the our first division of the NL. That's the wild card situation. I mean, this is the first dirty slides where the Giants have been above five hundred. Yeah. So season. Uh talking talking about the NL East, uh Highly likely that the Braves win. Yeah. Which, Washington's been better than I thought this year. I thought Washington would win the division in a, uh, addition by subtraction of Bryce yeah. Harper. I thought... Who finishes second place in the division in the NL East? I think it's Washington. I think I like, I like that Victor Robles. I like that Juan Soto. You know? Um, the Bryce Harper's been pretty much the same kind of garbage... Bryce Harper as he was last year. Yep. Um, I still like those two pitchers more than I like anybody from Philly. Um, and you know the Mets are until they pick up a ground ball. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think they're going to make it. But uh, yeah, I like Washington. The NL Central is a tight three-team race. Chicago, St. Louis tied for the division lead mm-hmm. and tied for the lead in the wild card. So essentially, the winner of the division the other team is right now leading the wild card uh i think we both picked st louis in this division right yeah and milwaukee one game back right give me your this is kind of a low-key sexy division if it wasn't for the i mean actually the reds and pirates fighting each other probably push them up a little bit i'm okay with making it the sexiest division considering seattle is not factoring into the sexiness at all. of the al west at, at all at least the pirates are at least you know, they're fighting each contributing other. Contributing something. Yeah. At least know? they're fighting each other. Yeah. 
and making moves, and the Reds are making moves at the deadline. Right. The Reds like want to one day compete in this division. Um, it's just when you think of the locales: Chicago, St. Louis, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. No, not sexy. Not sexy. But sexy otherwise, stadiums. yes. And otherwise, generally a sexy pretty division. cool uniforms. Yeah. I kind of think the Reds are kind of the worst uniform. I hate the Brewers uniform. I've always hated the Brewers uniform. I hate what I'm seeing right now on television, um, the M with the wheat thing. Yeah. But if you go back to the pinstripes, the Robin Yount years. Oh, 100%. Then. 100%. But that's not their uniform. I know. That stinks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Give me your first, second, and third place. World Series, NL Central. Fin- oh, NL, NL Central, Central finish. finish. Well, I'll stick. I'll stick with um, St. Louis because that was my prediction. Um, then I think it's the Cubs. I, I still think Milwaukee's got a starting pitching problem. Yeah. Um, uh, I who did we trade to Milwaukee? We traded Pomerantz, Pomerantz, and somebody. I don't know that Drew Pomerantz really moves the needle yeah. as far as a starting pitcher or a reliever. He wasn't even in our starting rotation. Um, so, uh, I mean, obviously they both can hit. Um, they got uh, Milwaukee got rid, rid of Jesus Aguilar, fucking giant brace face. Yep. So maybe they got somebody for him. I'm I'm assuming they got some pitching for him. Um, but yeah, I, I think Milwaukee's. Um, I'm with you. I'm going St. Louis, Chicago, Milwaukee. Yeah. Potentially all three get in still. Yeah, but, it's very possible. Uh, then we go to essentially the opposite of the NL Central, the NL West, where the Dodgers have already run have away. Have they clinched the division? 71 and 39. Jesus. They're 15 and a half games up on the San Francisco Giants. They are 16 and a half games up on Arizona. They are 19 and a half games up on San Diego. And they are 20 and a half up on Colorado. So the bottom four in the division are separated by five games. And those bottom four are separated uh, from the LA Dodgers by at minimum fifteen and a half. Yeah. So if the Dodgers are going to crack, based on my their two white prediction, in Dodgers training, by the way plus one sixty five run div- differential. Yeah, they're not gonna forty. <laughs> essentially, forty runs higher than the next most in all of baseball. If the Dodgers are going to crack, they're going to crack in this month, in the dog days of August, when it just gets too hot for all those whites. <laughs> but, I mean, they're the, I still think they're the most talented team in the National League, no question, and um, only rivaled by the Astros now that they have Granky. You know? Yeah. So, so there we go. Rank your World Series f- favorites. All of the teams in baseball, from one to three, I want who wins the World Series, who is most likely to win the World Series, second most likely to win the World Series, and third most likely to win the World Series. I'm going to say, well, one number one is the Astros. I, I agree. <laughs> number one is the Astros. The question... Um, I don't really think the rest of the American League really has a chance now. The Yankees? No. Unless there's just a complete turnaround with their starting pitching. Because you just see it year in and year out. Like, big hitting teams. You have locked in the Houston Astros as the World Series team. Yeah. I I just don't see anybody in the American League 
Um, I agree. Yeah. So the National League, I just think it comes down to really three teams. And that's the Cubs, the Cardinals, and the Dodgers. And so who's out on that? So you're not on the Braves being a World Series candidate not above yet. any of not those yet. teams? Not yet. Okay. I would love to see it. But I can't I, – like, as much as I'm, like, you know, Giants fan, Dodger hater, and whatever, I cannot pick the Braves over the Dodgers as more likely to win the World Series just yet. So I'm going to say – that it's the Cubs, Houston, Chicago. then the Cubs. You think the Chicago Cubs are more likely to win the World Series than the Los Angeles Dodgers? Yes, I do. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because they haven't lost two World Series in a row. That's that's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. Um, and their lack then and the bullpen issue I think is a real problem. Um. So, uh, but out of respect for the Dodgers, I'm going to put them at number three. I still think they're better than the Cardinals. And uh, so, yeah, it goes Astros, Cubs, Dodgers for me. I'm going Astros, Dodgers, Cardinals, Yankees, Cubs. I'm giving you five. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I'll give you... um, You're going Astros... Astros, Astros, Cubs, Cubs, Dodgers, Dodgers, Cardinals, Cardinals, Braves. I'll give the Braves number five. That's what that, the fuck? That's our top. That's our top <laughs> five. And then you know, prove me wrong, Yankees, or don't. I don't care. And Andy Laz, it's been it's been great. Yeah, um, man, it's been great to do this. We're at forty nine minutes, um, which I wanted to keep this tight. I want to mm-hmm. keep it. Fast and loose. We want it. all day. Yeah, long. I've been podcasting all day long. But at forty nine minutes, we usually we we I, we we tend to do more than an hour. Yeah, but so, uh, we usually do at least an hour. Sure. And so we got DMs to slide in. It's been a while uh, since we did this. Yeah. So before we slide into the DMs, I just want to give you this week's Mike Trout Monday. <laughs> the eight <laughs> Hall of Famers Mike Trout has That's surpassed in war, war this month. <laughs> Big Ed Delahanty. Okay. Who's that guy? He was six foot one, 170 pounds. So if you play today, he might be known as average MLB height and little on the slimmish side, Ed Delahanty. (laughs) But he played in the 1890s and he was big and he was good. Uh, 1892 to 1899, he hit 375. Okay. Number two. Good run, Big Ed. Gary Carter. If you're looking. For a negative word about Gary Carter, you've come to the wrong place, according to <laughs> For the Win on USA Today. I love you guys. This is why you're my go-to. Three, Barry Larkin. Wow. Mike Trout has now amassed more career war than, than Barry Larkin. One-time world 12 champion. 12-time All-Star. 12-time All-Star. Did, was he an MVP one year? One-time MVP. Wow. Not. Uh, was he on that World Series team? No. He was on. Was that. Barry Larkin on that World Series team? That's a good. He question. might have been. He might have. I think he was. We, this is what we need Ruther here for. Yeah. Um, also, feel like he could have been 
Well, let's just fucking pull up Barry Larkin. Let me just say this also, Sledgers. If you're looking for a bad word about Gary Carter, just go read the book, The Bad Guys Won. Yeah. will have a lot of bad words. He was. He made his MLB debut in 1986. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Part World, of World Series champion 16. in 1990. MVP in 95? My apologies. Yes, MVP yeah. in 1995. Wow, that's impressive. Frankie Frisch. Frankie Frisch. Okay. Yeah. Um. I always get uh, Frankie Frisch and Ford Frick confused. Yeah. They're not the same person. Frisch was a really good second baseman who went on to a 15-year career as a manager. His Sabre bio page includes this incredible anecdote. Frisch was not immune from his players' hijinks just because he was the player manager. One day in a Chicago hotel, Pepper Martin filled a paper sock with water and waited until Frisch came down the street under Martin's third-floor room. Pepper dropped his water bomb on his manager's head, then tore down the lobby, picked up a newspaper, and sat down. The drenched manager stormed in the lobby, ringing wet. He walked over to Martin and said, Damn you, if you weren't sitting there reading, I'd swear it was you that did it. Martin dropped his newspaper and said, Did what, Frank? (laughs) Number five, Ron Santo. Ron Santo. A great defensive third baseman with power and patience. Santo was a perennial all-star who averaged 160 games a year from 62 to 71, all while keeping secret from the public his battle with diabetes. Alan Trammell. Mike Trout has now amassed more of a career war than Alan Trammell. Alan Trammell. Really good wow. player, really long time, did lots of stuff well, was not valuable as valuable across 20 major league seasons as Mike Trout has been in eight. Also kind of a borderline Hall of Famer, if right. you ask me. And Ted Lyons. Okay. And Johnny Mize. Johnny Mize. Yeah. Okay. Holy Lord, check out the eyebrow on Johnny Mize. This <laughs> man was an absolute menace with a baseball bat and a complete coward with the tweezers. <laughs> Mize was a nine-time All-Star with a career 959 OPS. He's the only guy to ever hit more than 50 homers while striking out fewer than 50 times. And he won five rings despite missing three years of his prime, serving in World War Dose. Yeah, Johnny Mize was a stud. I do remember that. And just so you sliders know, Ford Frick was the asshole commissioner, friend of Babe Ruth, who insisted on putting the asterisk on Roger Maris's record. So fuck Ford Frick. We are going to now slide into the DMs. I did not put out a call because it had been so long yeah. since we received since we have done an episode that I figured there'd be plenty here. I also did not groom these at all. I did not look through them. So we're just gonna pick a couple this here. Is wild. And we're just gonna fucking we're just this is the dirtiest slide into the DMs <laughs> we've ever had. Yeah. Who are your guys this from little Nuss X at N underscore Nustad. Who are your guys top five best players in the league? Not starting a franchise around them. Most not most valuable to their team and positions don't matter. Weigh how important you think pitching simply the five best players in the bigs. My list Mike Trout, Kristen Yelich, Max Scherzer, Cody Bellinger, Justin Verlander. I, that's pretty solid. I don't think uh, any of those guys don't deserve to be on the list. Top five best players in the league. Trout has got to be up there. Sure. Yelich has been on a two-year tear. Like all the hitters, I have no problem with. Bellinger yeah. is – I mean, Bellinger right now is possibly the MVP. He's – on his way to 50 bombs or whatever. He's hitting, I don't know, he was hitting 400 for a while, you know. Um, I, I have a hard... Mookie Betts? I, yeah, Mookie 
is great. El Mago, I think, probably should be on there. Um, who who are his pitchers? Uh, Scherzer, Scherzer, and uh, Verlander. Verlander. Uh, okay. Um, certainly, Scherzer is one of the most talented players in the league. I I mean, I would if I'm gonna have a pitcher. Uh, on this list, I'd probably have Verlander just because of playoff studliness, you know? And and um, my question uh, for this list is, do we live in a world where Jacob deGrom does not exist? Is that, <laughs> is that something that is... I don't, I don't love having pitchers on this list, to right. be honest. Um, you know, because they're just not everyday guys, and there's so much... You know, when you're talking about the great pitchers, like there's so much up and down from year to year. Um, you know, so many things. They got to get run support. You know, you can have a year like DeGrom had last year or Felix Hernandez had a few years ago when, you know, he was 13 and 12, but his ERA was like one point whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I don't, I, I don't I, really uh, want to have pitchers on this list. It, to me, Verlander has been so good for so long right he's you know i think he's leading the league in whip this year like right. the ba- baseball and whip this year and he's so, always around 20 wins yeah. which is not really but easy to do something to consider he's on the houston astros that's true right that's true um pitching it's with all the, pitching with the leads easier yeah pitching whatever and to me and uh little nuss x like it uh Jacob DeGrom is uh, back into the Cy Young race for a second year in a row after winning it unanimously last year, and you disrespect him by bringing up Max Scherzer's name? <laughs> that a little, a little aggressive to me. Um, I think some other guys have to get mentioned if you do this. Uh, I know uh, Rockies have had a down year, but Arenado, what he does from the plate and the field, yeah. in, in terms of like really all around, you know, not really touched by anybody but maybe Trout. Yeah. And Mookie. Mookie bets for sure. I think Lindor deserves some respect. Ramirez. Uh Ramirez. And and honestly, if if uh if we're talking about Houston Astros, Bregman and Altuve have it's not like they're not fucking really good stuff. Right, still. yeah. Yeah. I mean just Altuve being five foot seven and just even being in the major leagues let alone being like a multi multi time batting champion. And I'm gonna MVP. go if 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 you're giving me if you're giving me the best players in baseball. If you're just going, hey Joe, who are the who are your who are the top five best players in baseball? And I don't have to rank them. Yeah. I'm gonna just go um I'm gonna go Trout, Yelich, Betts, Bellinger, DeGrom. I still think for me Bellinger is getting a little bit too much love because he's had plays good D. He's runs I mean, well, he's super talented, no hits question. well. But right, he's had two good hitting seasons, yes, and one bad one, and a debacle playoff. Yeah, a yeah, debacle I, playoff. I, I, I agree, but he has clearly turned a corner until well, I mean, until the playoffs come, and right? He's still swinging at those sliders with his back foot. I don't and, know, and, if that's and, gonna happen and we not. shall, and we, we shall, shall see. see. Yeah. Um, 
Let's go to our boy, Bo Blaha. Oh, Giants bullpen ripping shots during the game. Awesome. <laughs> Good. Uh, what kind of shots? Please yeah, don't be fireball. Please don't be fireball. It's got to be fireball, right? <laughs> uh, this one from our boy, OC Dirtball, and the world's only actual... Los Angeles Chargers fan besides Sean Merriman, I believe. Jack LeBeau at Jack LeBeau ninety eight. Joe and Laz have been watch I've been a longtime Angels fan and watch every game. As summer moves along and there are less sports on TV, I want to become more knowledgeable about other teams and players. Woo! How do you guys keep up with MLB news and stay so knowledgeable? Uh quick pitch, I think is helpful. Yep. MLB channel. Um I don't know. Like I, I would, I would say that both you and I, like, we are not, uh, we are not like the crazy baseball nerds that a lot of people who talk baseball regularly and have baseball podcasts and right. blogs and stuff. Both you and I, I've noticed if you, not a lot of people come over to my house because I have a three hundred square foot apartment. <laughs> uh, many people, but like. Baseball on in the background. Baseball's we're, always we're watching on. the A's and the Brewers right now. Right. It's like, uh, yeah, I would say for you millennials, like the Reddit streams and or MLB <laughs> Quick Pitch or right. ML, just watch more baseball. Yeah, just watch more just baseball. Just watch random baseball games. I uh, think Quick Pitch is great because unlike what used to be baseball tonight, it just gives you the key plays of the game, but it's not like – like sometimes, you know, like Sports Center highlights are like one play, you know what I mean? Um, but they really give you a sense of like really how good these guys are, and you can see them making multiple plays yeah. and all the great uh, web gems or whatever defensive plays or whatever. So, quick pitch would be my number one thing. And also, I would say a great thing if you are. I know he's talking about oh, summer's long or whatever, but I would think the 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 best way to do it. Um, to set yourself for up for future is just like watch every single playoff game. Yes, you're, absolutely. You're going to get the best of the best right. in season. You learn a lot about you know the eight best teams. Yes, and uh, that sets you up nicely yeah. for next year. Yeah, even the, the like I feel like everybody watches those wild card games because it's one game. Yeah, but the division series, like go check out those division series and like uh, you'll understand why. Certain guys are always in the playoffs, even if they're on different teams. You'll be like, oh, this guy's a real stud. This guy's a real dude. This might be uh, one of my favorite DMs we've ever gotten slid into. Uh, at dandy for davis I'm pretty stoned right now, so hang in there. I okay. always like when stuff like this. I hope this makes sense. I think I came up with a perfect idea to fix baseball. Okay. With all these bullshit bench-clearing quote-unquote brawls in baseball. Let them fight. What would your thoughts be on the MLB implanting hockey-style rules Love for it. If a batter <laughs> wants to fight a pitcher or vice versa, yeah. they can fight one-on-one. Yes. If anyone leaves the bench, they are suspended for that game and the next. After the fight, the two players that fought have to sit in a penalty box for a certain number of innings. <laughs> Interested in hearing your thoughts on this, and as always, fuck Chase Utley. Okay, um, Dandy for I, Davis. I like this. How about at Dandy for Davis for president? president. Yeah, yeah, at, absolutely. Let at Dandy for Davis commission. Yeah. It's one of the best fucking ideas I've ever heard. I, absolutely. 
I also like. I think it would be cool because he had like a penalty box idea for a few innings. Is that you don't get to replace that player? Yeah. Right. Ooh, this is getting wild now. So when that well, when the his pitch- spot in the lineup comes up, if he's been fighting, <laughs> it's automatic out. But does he get re- replaced in the field? Uh, or you're playing without a pitcher. What's that? Or you're playing without a pitcher who just tried to fight a batter. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I mean, like, I think if he's a hitter, he gets. I think you should have to play with like eight guys for an inning. I also two. like. I, I awesome. like this idea. In addition, it's kind of like a power. Play. The penalty box mm-hmm. is down the baseline inside the net, and you're strapped into a chair. With uh-huh. just a helmet and a and a Hannibal Lecter face mask on, <laughs> but your hands are strapped down. So if a foul ball comes to it, you're, like you're potentially getting hit with a foul ball while you're in the penalty box, <laughs> you can't defend yourself, but you do have head. But gear do you on. you do have a face mask? Yeah, and like uh, you should have yeah the old hockey face mask. You have the Jason Voorhees yeah. face mask. Yeah, um, I love this idea. I would love to see more one on one fights. I would love to At see Dandy for Davis. Who we just follow, actually we just fight, followed you? Who can actually fight? Besides, um, you know, Rafael Odair. The inside uh, diamond grass, like the grass that's inside the cut, uh-huh. is now the ring. And you... The grass inside, sorry. Oh, like this hole right yeah. in here? Yeah. I think it's got to be way I'm, no, my smaller. Po- my point that. is, no, well, these guys are going to fight. It's yeah. happening. But I'm saying no one is allowed inside of that. Right. And except uh except the one referee who's going to be there to like break it up when one right. guy goes down. Right. I'm into this. So as soon as somebody goes down the fight's over. Now if they get wrestling on the ground or whatever, you let them wrestle? No, once they, like hockey, yeah. once they go down. So how many guys are going to be doing the the hockey sweater move? Everybody? Great. Yeah. Great. By the way, shout out to Luke Stoltz at Humnow Ones. Possible topic to discuss with Laz. Do you think if a player gets hit by a pitch and charges the mound, that the MLB should take a stance like the NHL where it's just those two guys fighting? Then one once one gets a better out of the other, they go back to the first base and the pitcher's mound and play on. Some pitchers need to be punched in the mouth. This is an Great. idea that is this has got running throughout our DM. Yes. Uh, Make baseball players really fight. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do one more, and then we're gonna get out of here. This one, we're going back all the I way. I mean, these guys even have guaranteed contracts. You should definitely be able to fight. It's uh, this one's from Rich Mini. It's been said that even bad people can do something good. With that in mind, is there any scenario that would justify rooting for Chase Utley to succeed? Say he's forced to try to land a plane full of people after a pilot has a heart attack, or maybe he's in a situation where he has to disarm a bomb on a school bus. Perhaps he gets cancer, and the longer he lives, the more his story inspires people. Do any of these situations make it okay to root for Chase Utley? Let me handle the first two. Any situation that Chase Utley's in where he could potentially die and other Others would die with him. That's called collateral damage. Okay, <laughs> if a plane full of fucking school children is going to go down, it's it's God or the baseball gods or Mets fans. It's because Chase Utley's on that. plane. Yeah, it's because Chase Utley's on that plane. Stay off planes, Chase Utley. You fucking asshole. Stop putting kids in danger. Stop going into schools. And then Mets fans put bombs in those schools <laughs> to try to blow you up. You're an asshole. Now, uh, look, p- perhaps he gets cancer, and the longer he lives, the more his story inspires people. If you're insp- 
inspired by Chase Utley getting cancer and surviving, you're a bad person. <laughs> Chase Utley deserves cancer, and Chase Utley deserves to die, die quickly from that cancer. <laughs> cancer, you know, it, it's like, you know, good things, like, when, when good people get cancer, it makes me question, like, how, how dare you say there is a God? Why do cute, adorable, good, innocent children get cancer and die of it? Whereas Chase Utley getting cancer would prove to me that maybe there is a God, that terrible people also get riddled with cancer and die. And right. it's because they filled their body with PEDs so that the fucking Philadelphia Phillies could get that one goddamn World Series. <laughs> you cheating, fucking, dirty, sliding, fucking asshole. So no. So no. There is There's not no a situation, situation <laughs> where it's okay to root for Chase Utley. We're going to go to one. We're going to try to find one. Con- Those were all in the DMs. We're going to try to find one from the mentions. Remember, guys, you can slide into our DMs at Dirty Slides or our mentions at Dirty Slides. Um, these are all ones that have been stockpiled since our last episode. So we'll do one more, and then we'll be, we'll be back soon. So hit us with more slides into our DMs and our mentions. And we will go from there. Um, you know what? That's it. A lot of netting questions from the net. Um, more fighting questions. Yeah, that was great. All right. Well, slide in our DMs, slide in our mentions. I feel like we should have just rolled that. Chase Utley rant right into the right end of the show. The but I, I, yeah. I also felt like a need to break. Everybody can get a deep breath, and then we can come back to it. Uh, we can. We, one more thing I would want to talk about is the fucking gall of Angel Hernandez. <laughs> um, for the, those of you who don't know, I just read this this morning, that Angel Hernandez is suing MLB for racial discrimination, um, saying that... Uh, Joe Torrey hates Cubans and is keeping him off the big playoff and World Series um, events because he's Cuban. And and I think Joe Torrey's response to that should be that my hatred of Cubans is neither here nor there. Yeah. I have a severe hatred of terrible umpires. Yeah, no, I mean, like, how can he hate Cubans? He loves El Duque. Right. Right? The, um, the Cuban. The Cuban. Um, no, Angel Hernandez, you're just the worst umpire of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Besides Adam Hamari. Yeah. So, if we're saying fuck Adam Hamari, that's great. But also fuck Angel Hernandez. Are, are you making a push? For uh, that, I mean, I'm not potential? saying we got to be permanent. Just because Angel... No, we've been saying in the last few episodes we're doing... Adam we're Hamari, doing, we're doing, right? No, we're doing... Uh, it's like a mixed... It's like all a, right, well, I'm throwing Angel Hernandez up there. All right, well, then... Fuck you're, him. You're gonna, you'll, you'll take us out today. Sure. Uh, Laz, where can everybody find you? What can you uh, do? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Andy Lazarus. Um, we got an 11 11 show coming up in a couple of weeks. August 24th, Hot I believe. show. Hot Fire show. white male lineup. Yes. We're, we're now basically the, <laughs> the unapologetic maga, white male tour. of comedy shows right now. Um, at Andy Lazarus on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. At Venice Gaze on yes, Instagram. Sir. Is the Venice Gaze season over? Venice Gaze season is over. Um, we're going to be on break until October whenever we travel to whether it be Arizona or Florida. Well, I don't know yet. What we're going to do. And your shoulder we'll is recovering nicely. Uh, my shoulder is feeling pretty good. Working on my right-handed throwing. Just in case. Just in You're case. You're going full Pat Mahomes. Yeah, full Mahomes. 
Uh, follow me on Twitter at Fix Your Life, on Instagram at Joe Prano. Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Slides. Slide into the DMs with questions for next week. Follow at The Dirty Sports, the you know the mothership account, the industry leader, the industry leader in in dirty sports talk. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to this show and to our mothership show, and uh, let us know why you love us. Uh, ratings and reviews and subscriptions, all very, very important. Always so help. If you haven't done it, don't be fucking a Chase Utley. You know? Don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. Go get out there and fucking review the Rate show. And review. We came back. You guys demanded th- that we return, and we did return, as I said that we would. Yes. And then, and then you said that you would r- review the show on yeah. iTunes. Have you? Still I waiting. I don't know. I don't know which one of you have made that promise, which one you haven't. I can tell you one thing for sure. I know how many people listen to this show because I've seen the numbers. And it greatly exceeds the amount of people who have subscribed <laughs> on iTunes. And it greatly exceeds the number of people who have reviewed it on iTunes. And that is not cool. That's not cool. Not cool. So... Fuck everybody that hasn't written a review. Mm -hmm. Fuck Chase Utley. Mm -hmm. And of course, Andy Lazarus. Fuck Angel Hernandez. Fuck him.